Welcome to Michigan in Focus. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square, and I'm speaking with Scott McClellan, the Center Square's Michigan and Minnesota reporter. And we're here to discuss a string of stories on corruption and nefarious ill doings in Genesee County and specifically the city of Flint. It's a good thing that uh, we don't have video because we wouldn't want you to be recognized here on the streets of Flint where I live and you do not, because I think you might be ruffling a few feathers here. So give us a little bit of background on what you've been working on. So last week I reported a story that Flint Mayor Sheldon Neely was driving a city-issued unmarked police car. And on Monday, I had a follow-up story. I talked to a former employee who told me that Neely has been driving that vehicle in question since 2019. The city of Flint told me that Neely was driving a police car because of credible threats, but they didn't say when those threats happened. But I talked to 6th Ward City Council member Tanya Burns, and she told me that the perk has cost taxpayers up to $41,000 in lease costs, auto insurance, maintenance, and gas since 2019. And I think we discussed this last week as well, Scott, but it seems rather odd that a city issued vehicle that is on Google Maps in front of the mayor's home would be pretty easily spotted. And it's not as if this is a Chevy Equinox. And I don't think that it's bulletproof and has safety glass and all of the accoutrement that a presidential limo would have. I talked to former Flint Mayor Karen Weaver, who held the seat from 2015 to 2019, and she told me that Don Williamson, who vacated the mayoral seat in 2009, was the last city mayor to have a city issue car. So some people I was talking to uh, were defending Neely, saying that uh, Weaver also had a city issue car, but she told me that was not the case. And Weaver actually uh, noted the same thing that you just noted. She question what security the police vehicle provides that the mayor's personal vehicle does not provide. Precisely. I drive pretty much the same make and model of vehicle that uh, the mayor does. And I, I guess I don't feel any safer in it than I would any other vehicle short of uh, a military vehicle, vehicle or, or what have you, or maybe a, a, an outfitted police cruiser. So that's not the only story that you've been writing about, though. You broke a story earlier this week that has to do with the head of the former head of the Flint Development Authority. Eighth Ward City Council member Dennis Pfeiffer uh, wrote a letter to Flint Mayor Sheldon Neely asking the city to investigate how former downtown development director Kiera May spent taxpayer money on a city-issued credit card. So the the person's last name is May, uh, but she also resigned on May 12th. And no relation to Eric Mays, who is on the Flint City Council. So how do you discern, Scott, what would be legitimate expenses? Because you shared some of those in your story. And I'm thinking, well, you know, one could make the argument that uh, uh, dinner and drinks at Cork, which is a kind of swanky joint in downtown Flint, or uh, Soggy Bottom, which is a great place to see live music for those of you who want to make the the trek to what is an oasis of great music here in, in Flint. But 
how do you differentiate between what might possibly be a legitimate DDA expense and something that is just frivolous and uh, personal in nature? It can be very hard to. And I think that's one reason why Pfeiffer asked the city to investigate, because we need more context to these to these records. So a lot of the spending seemed pretty normal, in my opinion. So uh, records and I'll say Pfeiffer obtained the credit records through the Freedom of Information Act. And then Pfeiffer shared those records with me. So I also look through them. That's the problem. A lot of the charges seemed normal. Uh, there was uh, like a $4,200 charge to the Detroit Regional Chamber of Commerce. There's like a $1,000 charge for t-shirts. And what we need is the city to look into this as well so they can provide more context to see if she was allowed to expense uh, some dinners or some other high dollar items. So for example, credit her credit card records show she spent more than fourteen hundred dollars uh, on uh, top speed motorsports. Uh, she spent about four hundred nineteen dollars on Amazon. She spent two hundred thirteen dollars on cash advances, two hundred eleven dollars on eBay, one hundred eighty four dollars on Expedia, and one hundred seventeen dollars at eight ten nail bar. So the nail bar, uh, I could see that going either way. I could see her, you know, th- that's that could be. I could see that being an expense that the city could cover if she was representing the city in some way. So it's tough, but her records also show that she spent $490 on Cork on Saginaw across two transactions. She spent $272 at Soggy Bottom Bar, 101 at Zolo, and $95 at Blackstone Smokehouse. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for The Center Square. Please subscribe and thank you for listening.